0: Welcome to NP Certification Q&A, presented by Fitzgerald Health Education Associates. This podcast is for NP students studying to pass their NP certification exam. Getting to the correct test answers means breaking down the exam questions themselves. Leading NP expert Dr. Margaret Fitzgerald shares her knowledge and experience to help you dissect the anatomy of a test question so you can better understand how to arrive at the correct test answer. So if you're ready, let's jump right in. A 78-year-old woman with well-controlled hypertension and dyslipidemia presents with the chief complaint of a many-month history of pain described as achiness and stiffness in the joints of both hands, particularly towards the end of the day, a part-time seamstress She reports this discomfort is worse on work days. She denies redness or heat in the affected regions and has no systemic complaints. Physical exam reveals Herbidin and Bouchard's nodes bilaterally. These findings are most consistent with the diagnosis of A. Rheumatoid arthritis B. Systemic lupus C. Osteoporosis D. Osteoarthritis The correct answer is D, osteoarthritis. As we do with each question in this series, where do you start? First, let's determine what kind of question it is. Given we're asked what disease is most likely causing these findings, this is a diagnosis question. Now, some background information. Osteoarthritis is a degenerative disease, no matter where it occurs in the body that affects all the tissues of a joint leading over time to a breakdown of the protective cartilage within that joint. The end product is bone-on-bone rubbing and resulting symptoms, regardless of which joint is involved. As I've mentioned many times in these podcasts, consider what the patient's risk factors are for a given disease. Aging is a major risk factor for hand OA going to be seen in about one half of all women and one quarter of all men will experience this stiffness and pain in the hand by age 80. This woman is in her late 70s. She is closer to 80 than she is any other milestone birthday. In particular, hand OA risk factors include a history of doing repetitive work that can stress the joints. She's reporting that she is a seamstress, using her hands to do this work, as well as mentioning she's more symptomatic on days when she does work. Osteoarthritis pain is characterized, again, regardless of what joint it's occurring in, as typically being worse as the day goes on, and most often worse after the joint has been stressed. Like, for example, you'll hear from people with OA of the knee or the hip that their knees, their hips might be a little stiff when they first get up in the morning, but they're painless. By the end of the day, they are more uncomfortable. What about additional OA risk factors aside from birth, gender assignment, i.e. female, aging, and joint stress and work, as I mentioned, but also a history of joint trauma, family history of OA, and obesity and overweight. And I will say that the latter two, with the obesity and overweight, those are major risk factors for OA in the knees and the hips. When the hands are involved, as in this scenario, the discomfort is usually described as an ache with stiffness, usually, as we see, after the joint's been stressed such as uh, during the day with routine ADL or, as she reports, worse on days when her hands are used for strenuous activities. Let's take a look at the question and provided possible answers. To recap, this is a 78-year-old woman with well-controlled hypertension and dyslipidemia presenting with a chief complaint of a many-month history of pain, described as achiness and stiffness in the joints of both hands, particularly towards the end of the day. A part time seamstress, she reports this discomfort is worse on workdays. She denies redness or heat to the affected areas and has no systemic complaints. Physical exam reveals bilateral herbidins in Bouchard's notes. These findings are most consistent with a rheumatoid arthritis. This is not correct. Well, rheumatoid arthritis often abbreviated as RA, can occur at any age. This is typically a disease with younger age at onset, our patients in our late 70s, and more often in women than men, and usually during the female reproductive years. Typically with RA, it wouldn't be just the hand joints involved. But what you would hear from the patient was, my hands, my wrists, my feet my ankles, all of these bother me. In addition, we're told she has no systemic complaints. With RA, it is a systemic disease. Osteoarthritis is more a joint disease, but with that systemic disease, there usually is fatigue, unintended weight loss, and often anemia of chronic disease. Keep in mind, you'll be provided with just about enough information to answer a question and really nothing extra. So if you're thinking there, yeah, but there wasn't anything mentioned about her feet. Yeah, but there wasn't anything mentioned about her wrists, etc. Squelch those yeah, but and realize you've got enough information here to answer that question. Option B, systemic lupus. This is also incorrect. Similar to RA, systemic lupus is a systemic disease hence its name, with many joints involved and additional symptoms such as fatigue, unintended weight loss, and the like. Plus, the typical age for onset of lupus is within the female reproductive years, although late-onset disease is on occasion seen. Nearly 90% of individuals with lupus have female birth gender assignment. There are very, very few diseases that are that skewed towards females. However, two-thirds of all autoimmune diseases in both RA and lupus are autoimmune diseases. Two-thirds of them are seen in women. Now, option C, osteoporosis. Risk factors for osteoporosis include age and female birth gender, both mentioned in this patient. However, osteoporosis is typically within out any symptoms until the disease is quite advanced. And when symptomatic, there will be usually a report of stooped posture and backache owing to vertebral fragility fractures. Even in a person with very advanced osteoporosis, for them to have hand symptoms would be incredibly unusual. Well, that leaves us with the, our only remaining option. And that is, of course, the correct answer. As mentioned, she has multiple OA risk factors, and you always have to read every word in the question to make sure that you're gleaning all the risk factors, all the information that would aim you towards one diagnosis or another. And the notation of Herbidin and Bouchard's nodes are a classic finding in OA. Hand OA typically includes asymptomatic enlargement of nodules at the proximal interphalangeal joints. Those are the Bouchard's nodes. Or the distal interphalangeal joints. Those are the Herbinin nodes. Usually with angulation of the joints. And by angulation, I mean you look at the joint and you can tell that it's somewhat deformed. The base of the thumb is is also uh, involved and with hand OA, but the wrist is usually spared. There are mnemonics for Herbidin's nodes with Herbidin, think distal interphalangeal joint, HD, high definition for Herbidin and distal, and Bouchard's nodes, proximal interphalangeal joint, BP. Blue picture is one um, mnemonic I heard for that. Obviously, I'm thinking BP for blood pressure. And another way of looking at this is Herbidin is high above the Bouchard nose. So Herbidin high, Bouchard's below. What's the key takeaway on this question? Class Consider patient risk factors coupled with classic presentation of any disease. This will help you hone your differential diagnosis and clinical decision-making skills. Never forget, the NP boards are a test to see if you will be a safe entry-level NP. And that includes being an accurate diagnostician and a safe clinical decision-maker. Thank you for listening to NP Certification Q&A presented by Fitzgerald Health Education Associates. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And for more NP resources, visit FHEA.com.